Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Astrology Now podcast. My name is Christy Rodriguez, and this segment is on the third limb of yoga um, from the eight limbs of Ashtanga yoga. And I found that it's just kind of difficult to (laughs) fully encompass this limb of yoga. I've recorded a few different segments, um, and it's just such an important, profound, expansive part of yoga and yoga philosophy, how it's seen in the media. I've just found that it's really difficult to um, just do it justice. And so I'm really hoping to get it right this time. So the third limb of yoga is asana. And so asana is a physical posture. So when you see yoga in the media, if you see yoga depicted on a magazine or on the television, in photos, what you're looking at the majority of the time is asana. And this segment is only going to be on the third limb of yoga because I just feel like I could talk about this all day. (laughs) Um, And what's interesting about the asana is that it gives us an opportunity truly to practice the yamas and the niyamas. So if you listen to the previous segment on the first two limbs of yoga, you actually get to implement those practices when utilizing asana. And so asana traditionally was used to tire out young people, typically like young Indian boys, to wear them out to get prepared for seated meditation. And so sitting down, utilizing breath, trying to meditate, that was seen as a, as a higher, more complex form of practice than the physical postures, which I believe is true. I think that being able to control one's body and to sit in physical postures, I think that's so much easier than controlling your mind. That's so difficult, right? But we try it. And so using physical postures is really our first experience with that. And for those of you who do practice yoga and meditation, I'm sure that you're nodding your head in agreement. Um, And I'm so grateful for the physical practice because it is kind of like the gateway meditation. You know, they always talk about like the gateway drugs. Well, asana is the gateway to mindfulness, I believe, especially in modern day society when yoga and practicing yoga postures is so popular. Most of the time people come to class wanting to get strong or wanting to get more flexible and then slowly but surely over time their life kind of begins to change and they become obsessed with this culture and lineage. And so hatha, you may have heard that word before, hatha or hatha, it means the sun and the moon energy. So solar energy and lunar energy, and we're utilizing postures to find balance in our bodies. And, you know, these postures, they're not mandatory to find that balance, and they're not mandatory for meditation. Some people can go straight to meditation And that's fine. Some people are going to practice asana their entire life, and that's completely fine. Everybody has their own different paths. So I don't want anything to seem more or less important. 
Um, asana is used again for preparation for meditation. It also helps keep our body healthy and it helps burn any excess energy within us, any excess calories, any, anything that you can possibly imagine that's excessive in our body. It helps bring balance to us. And when we find balance in our body and contentment, Santosha in our body, we're going to find that our mind is more easily settled. And so through practicing physical postures over time, we begin to develop this keen awareness of the association between our mental state and our physical state. We begin to notice that how our body is feeling, things happening in our body directly impacts our mind. And how things happening in our mind, mental chatter, directly impacts our body. And so some of you have been able to dig up in the recesses of astrology now, my personal Instagram. And so you know, some of you know that I am a avid Ashtanga practitioner. Ashtanga is a style of yoga. And the first thing, well, I shouldn't say the first thing. One of the more profound things that I began noticing in practice is that when my mental state was not sound, if I was feeling upset or sad or angry, my body was tight. I found it more difficult to stretch into postures if my mental state was off. And so I really began to truly witness this mind-body connection. And it's not a challenging thing to do. If you start having a regular physical practice, you will begin to notice this immediately. It's extremely difficult to miss. And as I was drawing earlier, having physical postures is a way to practice the other first two limbs of yoga. We begin to find ahimsa, Nonviolence. Am I practicing? Am I moving my body in a way that's healthy rather than harmful? And even that is satya, the truthfulness. Am I being honest with myself? Am I being honest with myself, even with my emotions, with my mental state? Something else about what these physical postures do is they teach us how to sit with ourselves in our truth. For an hour, an hour and a half, 45 minutes, whatever, you sit with yourself and whatever you're feeling, whatever you're thinking, it occurs and there's no escape. Like we have to sit with it. We have to be honest with ourselves and we have to acknowledge it and be present for it. And when we can be present and mindful and compassionate, we can begin to slowly change our lives because we can't change anything that we're not addressing. And so this is something else that the physical postures are very helpful with. With meditation, we get the same thing, but with the physical postures, we also have the physical outlet. And so it makes it a little bit more bearable, in my opinion. It makes it a little bit easier to move through. Um, Something else is that we begin to notice some of our distorted thoughts or some of our automatic thoughts. And so maybe we're holding a posture that's challenging and it could be a dynamic posture like Chaturanga Dandasana. That's the bottom of a pushup. It could be a posture where we're, we're just stretching for an extended period of time, a more static posture, but it's uncomfortable and staying in any posture for a while can be uncomfortable mentally. 
But sometimes we get these automatic thoughts like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, this is so hard, I'm going to die, oh my God, I need out, blah, blah, blah. But the truth is that we can do almost anything for three or five breaths, almost anything. And so it's retraining our mind and retraining our nervous system to be able to sit with discomfort, with automatic thoughts or disillusionment, and see it in a bit more truth, to be able to look at it and be like, hey, you know what, actually, I, I can sit here a little bit longer. Maybe I can lower my knees down and make it just a little bit easier so that I can survive until the end. And then we start noticing that that strengthening of our nervous system, that strengthening of our mind begins to move out of our physical yoga practice and into the world. Hey, I can, I can listen to my mom talk. <laughs> I can listen to my mom rattle on for 30 more minutes and I can be fine. It's fine. I don't have to react. I don't have to respond. I'm in control. Or, oh, that person cut me off. It's fine. That's fine. I don't have to get angry. I don't have to get upset. It just is what it is. We just start noticing that things don't bother us as much anymore because we find that santosha, that contentment within ourselves. Um, and then, of course, drawing back to the first two limbs of yoga, it's also tapas, that dedication, purifying ourselves from the inside out with physical postures, literally purifying our body and also purifying our mind, making it a little bit more sensitive. Um, I also want to say that I know that this is an astrology podcast, um, <laughs> and on my Instagram astrology now underscore podcast, I did ask if it would be helpful to talk about the eight limbs of yoga and many people responded saying that it would be helpful. And so I was really lucky in life in that I had teachers who offered me education, um, I had really good teachers. I had the opportunity to take a teacher training. And so the knowledge came easily for me. And so many of you may already know this stuff. It may be completely new to other people. Really, I just feel like it's my responsibility to share information as much as I can. Because, again, this may not be helping some of you, but I'm hoping that somewhere someone wants this information and maybe they don't have easy access to it. So this is helpful in some way. And of course the internet is full of good information, but I'm just hoping to be able to offer something. And so that's the reason that I'm doing this. I know it's not related to astrology directly, but over time we really can start seeing parallels and overlap between astrology and yoga. Even we are talking about hatha or hatas, that balancing of the lunar and the solar energy, that the, the planetary influences are within us. And when we utilize yoga and we utilize mindfulness, we become keenly aware of how we portray planetary energy in our daily life, how we can utilize it and how we can better work with it and respond to it. Because at the end of the day, all we have control over is how we respond to situations and also our awareness and our openness. When we practice yoga and when we practice meditation, not only do we become more aware of our physical body, like, Oh my God, my left toe hurts or, Oh, I feel this little pinch beneath my right scapula. Like, yeah, those things happen. We become so much more aware of things happening in our body. Um, but then we also become so much more aware of, hey, like 
this is a Venusian quality. Like I like decorating and I like perfume and making beautiful objects or, Hey, I'm really Saturnine. I show up every day to my mat at the same time working hard. Um, so we, we notice those planetary influences in ourselves easier. We notice those planetary influences in others. It just helps us slow down and absorb those qualities and work with those qualities. Hey, I'm really Saturnine. I want to get up and I want to do the same thing every day, but sometimes life doesn't allow for that. And it's okay for me to release a little bit. Um, so those are just like a few examples of how it starts to work. I'm trying to think if I, if I missed anything, I wrote down user manual for body. <laughs> we don't get a user manual for our body. We go to school, we learn all these things and nobody tells us how to use our bodies when this is the most profound instruments, the most profound machine we will ever come in contact with. Forget coding, forget Instagram, forget any technology you can think of. What we can use in our body is incredible. Right now, if you're listening to this, despite what condition your body is in, you have the most valuable instrument you're sitting inside of it right now and you can utilize it to find inner peace, to find happiness, to experience the world in, in a really beautiful way. Um, learning how to sit with what arises, learning how to find safety in the self, trust in the self, sharpening of the senses were a few things that I wrote down. Self-loathing is a huge thing um, with the media, especially. We just are blasted with so many images of things that we're expected to be, how we're supposed to look, how we're supposed to act, and being able to utilize the physical practice of yoga, I believe, helps us connect with that profound instrument we were just discussing being able to find that safety inside of your body and being able to utilize it in such a powerful way, I think can create so much self-love, self-compassion, self-appreciation, and finding safety and control in yourself. And we touched earlier a bit on, on sitting with what arises um, and like full disclosure, right? I, the best way that we can teach is from our own personal experience. So I'll talk about this, but Ashtanga yoga requires a lot of discipline and you show up every day and you do the same thing. And there is such a long period of time where I just hated being with myself. I hated sitting there. I didn't want, I didn't want to be there with myself and I continue to do it. Once I devote myself to something, I just do it and continue to show up and slowly over time, Things just changed. I realized what I was capable of, what I had to offer the world. And I really do attribute so much of how I feel towards myself and how I feel towards others, because how we feel towards ourselves is a direct reflection of how we're going to treat other people. Um, 
yeah, I just, I, I credit physical asana so much to my personal development, how I regard and perceive myself and how I regard and perceive other people. And of course, it's not just the postures, it's, it's the philosophy around yoga and it is meditation and mindfulness, but it all began with the physical postures. I wouldn't have gone to yoga if I didn't want to get swole. (laughs) I started going to yoga because I wanted to contort myself and I wanted to do handstands. And, you know, you, you begin to realize that peacefulness is accessible at any moment, despite your capabilities. Um, And that's what's so amazing is being able to find that. So I think that I'm done. I I think that that's it. I do want to emphasize the sharpening of the senses though. Like it's, you just begin to notice things that you've never noticed before. And if you've practiced yoga, you know exactly what I'm talking about. If you haven't practiced yoga, I highly encourage it. Um, What you hear, what you see, what you smell, you become so much more acutely aware of your surroundings and perception. So this is a really long segment, but I'm a huge advocate of yoga. (laughs) I think that it's such just a beautiful journey and yoga may not be your thing. Maybe you want to do orange theory or go rock climbing. There can be meditation in anything. Just utilizing our body and taking care of it is, is what I'm stressing the most. So if you'd like to schedule a Vedic astrology reading with me, you can email me at astrologynowpodcast.gmail.com. You can visit my website, innerknowing.yoga, and please follow Astrology Now's Instagram, astrologynow underscore podcast. The next segment will be on astrology, I promise, but hopefully this was helpful. All right. Thank you so much.